Every day there are certain conversations that dominate the airwaves, whether that's on social media or in the news cycle, and you can end up feeling that those are the ideas we should be paying attention to. But we might be missing some other big conversations that really matter. There's an event at the Darwin Festival this year called Untold, and it's bringing together a range of Indigenous creatives and cultural leaders for some conversations that might not have been widely heard yet, but they should be. Layla Guruwiwi is the Public Programs Coordinator at Agency Projects, and she's the host of Untold. And you might remember Layla from the Mangrook Footy Show on NITV. Layla, welcome to Life Matters. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Hilary. And um, yeah, for those who don't know me, my name is Laurel Rudyalpi Mindali Guruwiwi, um, but most people know me as Layla Guruwiwi, and they may know me from my work on the Mangrook Footy Show. And I just want to acknowledge, as a proud Yorga woman um, of the Gulpal Clan from North East Arnhem Land, um, that we are on the lands of the Larrakia mob and um, thank you to them for allowing us to have the Untold um, series up here on beautiful Larrakia country at this wonderful time. You've just uh, done something similar to this Untold series at Gama, haven't you? Yeah. Tell so, us, yeah, what was it like there? Yeah, so um, it was the first time I'd been to Gama for a couple of years. So I hadn't been to Gama since 2005. So I was um, asked by agency to come back up for that one. And um, we had a space um, specifically made for um, our talks um, called the Dawumir Wanga, which is the House of Stories. Uh, so we did something very similar to um, our un Untold series here in Darwin out there and um, got rave reviews and um, it was wonderful to be back on country, back in Arnhem Land for me. And um, I also have my three-year-old son with me at the moment, Uzoma, and it was his first time in Arnhem Land on country with family and those sort of things. So it was wonderful to be able to mix, you know, being with family as well as doing some amazing work with agency. What did he think about that red, red earth? Yeah, he, uh, he really loves being like out in the bush and touching things and picking up rocks and sticks. And yeah, so he was definitely in his element there with all of his family. And what were some of the big conversations that were happening there? What were people talking about? So we talked uh, a little bit about um, the transition from um, traditional kind of practices into the contemporary space and what that looks like in lots of different spaces within the arts. Uh, we also talked about um, diplomacy, you know, lots of similar kind of conversations that will be happening during the Untold series here in um, in Darwin. So one of the big ideas that you've mentioned to us off air, Leila Guruwiri, is the importance of agency in how First Nations people are portrayed and that sometimes just one version of a story is told, perhaps by big institutions. Can you tell us a bit more about that and what people might say about that? Yeah, I think it's just the idea that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people need to have the agency within themselves to tell stories the way that they want to tell. And sometimes those stories are told in a more contemporary way that wouldn't sit in a stereotypical view or perception of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. But we, since um, millennia, have always adapted our cultures, our stories, our song lines. Um, you know, one money came in, may sing song lines in a certain way, but the next person may put a bit of a twist on it. That in itself is an adaptation. Uh, so it's not necessarily written in stone that you have to do something in a, sim in a, in a particular way. We've had lots of different, um, you know, experiences that have changed the way that we do things. For example, our trading and diplomacy with the Macassans over hundreds of years prior to colonisation those stories became a part of our dawals, our stories, our song lines, our manike. That is an adaptation of culture. So people still think, tend to think that that is the way that 
it has to be portrayed. But we are, we're living in a contemporary world and we as Aboriginal people and Torres Strait Islander people are contemporary people. And, you know, that may look like animation, that may, may look like augmented reality, that may look like something that you would not perceive as Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander culture, arts, stories, but it is um, in all its all its concepts. I was um, watching a documentary that we'll be talking to the director uh, in a broadcast that we're doing from the Spiegel tent tomorrow for the festival and um, it's called Luku Ngara, The Law of the Land. About, yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, we'll <laughs> like, be talking to Sinem. Sinem? Yes, that's Sinem right. Yeah. And it was just fascinating because uh, the film was explaining how, yeah, with the trading with the Macassans, you know, you would see uh, uh, people in Arnhem Land uh, having metal objects and things like that and that would jar with perhaps the stereotypical idea that people who aren't familiar with the culture there might have of a traditional way of life. But as you said, it's a traditional way of life that's adapted to a lot of different things. Yeah, exactly. And um, and today our actual conversation, um, our first talk for the Untold series is Arts as an Act of Cultural Diplomacy. So that will be touched on um, in today's um, first talk for our Untold series um, at the Botanical Gardens. You know, it's a beautiful spot, a beautiful venue um, being there. So, yeah, that story of the macassan Yulwal connection will be talked a little bit um, within that conversation today. And you've got eight conversations. They're all free and they're at different mm-hmm. venues. You can find details on the Darwin Festival site. I was really interested in the one about caring for country too, including the sea. What might come up during that conversation? I think a lot, lots of people, when they think of caring for country, they tend to think of land first. But for us as um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, our respective cultural boundaries, um, you know, where our clans are from, all that space is connected to us and we are connected to it or country. And because of that, we are connected to everything that's on the land, all the trees, the stones, the rocks, the formations, mountains, you know, rivers, etc. But we're also connected to sea country, especially mob like myself because I'm a saltwater woman. You know, we have those connections and song lines that carry into the ocean and we also have sky country as well. So it's about caring for all of these spaces and putting prominence and um, allowing people to understand that when we're talking about caring for country, it's not just about land. It's about the oceans, the seas, our rivers, our swamps, you know, our, you know, our sky country as well and that space as well. So all of those spaces. So it's an interesting conversation and there's been lots and lots of fights uh, since colonisation around all of these places and the fighting for country and not just land, sea, sea rights as well has been something that will be will be discussed and uh, a part of that conversation as well. Well, and you, uh, uh, when through your work with agency projects, you work with Indigenous creatives and cultural leaders, um, but that can encompass a huge amount of things, can't it? And it can get political and it can get concrete and practical about how, how we live today on the land that we're on, can't it? Yeah, and the wonderful thing about it is... You know, it's a it's a space, it's a safe space for our artists and creatives to be very honest about how they're feeling around things. And, you know, some of these conversations do make people uncomfortable, but it's in that uncomfortableness that change happens. You know, whether it's up here, you know, in the mind or in the heart, you know, and then people 
tend to move towards action and go, well, how can I support in this? How can I help in this? So it's important that we have those uncomfortable conversations because it's where change happens. And it's not like a big lecture hall, is it, where you've got people up the front and then you're down the back having your thoughts and not engaging. It sounds like it's a a small group where you sit around and you can really be part of that conversation. Yeah, it's quite intimate and it's just a yarn between mob, you know what I mean? And then we're just allowing other people in the space to be a part of the conversation and discussion and we do a bit of a Q&A at the end, you know, if people have questions and queries and wonderings. And I always tend to say um, when, when I do these kind of talks and panels and things like that, that it's a safe place. This is where, where you can get those, those questions answered. This is where we can have those open dialogue and conversation. I've got questions about the uh, Indigenous superheroes that form part of Black Power. I understand there'll be a conversation about that too. Yeah, and I think it's really good, the idea of... Um, you know, acknowledging those that came before us, you know, and the superheroes that were there, um, you know, and we've got a wonderful uh, panel that will be a part of that um, as well, including, you know, Molly Hunt, who's done some amazing artwork with um, Corey Tutt with his um, book. Um, So it's wonderful that we'll be able to do that and celebrate, you know, that black power. Sorry to interrupt. Corey Tutt, he uh, brings Indigenous science to a broader audience, doesn't he? Yes, he does. And and when people tend to think about Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and histories, they think they tend to think about arts, but STEM is a big part of that space just generally. And I think with the Western kind of perspective around education, there's this real need to pigeonhole people and pigeonhole spaces. So your STEM here, your arts over here, you know, politics over here. But we as Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, um, since millennia, since prior to colonisation up until this point in time, uh, organically do all of those things at the same time. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah. it really does. And yeah. it's, it makes sense when I think about mainstream education for my kids at the moment. I wish they were all mixed together in a giant soup because it's weird for the kids, I think, when you go, okay, we're doing maths now, no creativity. Now we're doing creative stuff. Put your science brain aside. You know, it's it's hard for them to separate. Exactly. And and that's just how we've naturally and organically taught our children for thousands of years, generation after generation. So for us it's 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 normal, if you will, to have all of that and all of those conversations in the same place. Layla, thanks so much for coming into Life Matters today and telling us a bit about Untold. Thank you so much, Hilary. And hopefully you'll be able to get down at some point. I hope so. Yes, I'll (laughs) lock it into the diary now. (laughs) Layla Gurawiri is the Public Programs Coordinator at Agency Projects. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.